The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, welcome to the only podcast on planet God dang Earth where we pick everything and everything to face off in an eight-subject bracket elimination tournament. This is Elite Eight Showdown. I am your host, Big Chuck, and I'm not only joined by my comrade, my cohort, my co-conspirator, my co-host, Tim Here Kitty Kitty is the song he puts on to pick up ladies at last call France, but I'm also joined... By the host of The Space Between Presents I Saw a Tiger, Danny, the Walmart meat truck of the Professional Casual Network, Cole. Da- Welcome! Thank you. Welcome to the insanity and wonderfulness of Elite Eight Shona. Tim. Welcome our guest. This is this is actually a very big deal that you are here. We normally can't afford um, <laughs> guests. We, we we can afford guests. Somebody just took made it so I can't write anything off anymore. There's a huge difference between you being able to write things off and you just literally taking my paycheck and then spending it on things. Is it? Is there a difference? HR made it incredibly clear to you in several emails that you had to number one. I don't. Okay, first off, to, I don't check my email. I don't even know what an email is. <laughs> I just listen. All right, whatever. Thank you for being here. Thanks Danny. for having me, guys. Yeah. It's it's truly an honor. It's a nice it's nice to get a little estrogen in here. Really lightens <laughs> up the place. Yeah, because yeah. Betty White has literally zero estrogen. <laughs> it's only rage. Only anger and rage. Speaking of Betty White, let's take it right down to the backyard death match championship. She is America's grandma, known to her victims as the Oak Park, Illinois murderer. She is Golden Girls era Betty White in movie replica quality cosplay armor tim she's coming out in the iron patriot suit i don't understand where i okay i do understand because i see the purse by the way we had to spend a little extra money to calm her down last week um so you're not gonna get paid next week either uh but anyway she's coming out she's got a red white and blue suit on she's got the flag She's in mem- she's in memoriam. Is that a word? Yeah, it is now. <laughs> and she's going up against, as you can tell, this entire episode will be Tiger King themed because of our our esteemed guest. Yeah, that's me. And I got him, Tim. I got him. Really? Yeah, I got him. Isn't he in prison though? Yeah, I got Joe Exotic. <laughs> Official Mexican lookalike Jose Zodico. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Tim. Big fucking deal. It's actually a really big fucking deal. We got him. We got him. And he is coming out now with his tigre. Tim, that is a man dressed like a tiger. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yep. Yep. I paid a lot of money to fly a tiger in here. Did they fly him in the luggage section? With other animals? I believe so. Isn't that illegal? Is it? I mean, it's from Mexico. Most things are legal in Mexico. Really? Mm. I like the whole point of Mexico was that it wasn't. It wasn't illegal or it wasn't legal? Oh, no, no, no. Isn't everything legal in Mexico? I don't know. 
Because if not, then I've got to do some... I've got to get the legal team on some stuff, like, real fast. Of course, Birdstein, Birdstein and Peck, the legal eagles! That's right! Uh, boys, I'm going to need you to go ahead and uh, get some get some stuff figured out in Mexico for me, but just keep it on retainer, Tim. We're just keeping it on retainer. That's what we do here. We literally make zero money doing this. I, I need you to know that. I don't know where you're getting money when you were spending my paychecks. It was kind of funny at first, but I don't. I literally don't know how you're paying for these things. We got money, man. We got money because of patreon.com slash professional casual, where you can as little as $1 a month give us money that's true. Yeah. It only costs you a dollar a month. <laughs> <laughs> For as little as one dollar a month, you can get access to great additional shows like behind the scenes here mm-hmm. at Elite Eight Showdown, as well as bonus content. Yeah. From other shows on this network. And weekly vlogs. Yup. Sarah's Doodles. Yup. What else, Tim? Different weekly vlogs. This is the only reason why I keep you around, Tim, is to, <laughs> to do this. <laughs> and of course, so I can just sign your name on stuff anyway tim we have to pick a winner jose hisarico with his tigre versus betty golden girls era betty white and iron man cosplay movie replica armor she oh by the way if you say it wrong which i just did uh i'm gonna say it was you but she's going to find you yeah danny uh what do you think i mean i don't know i just picture this going down you know uh, jose exotico like me, me pesos, yeah. He's never gonna. Well, that's a little absolutely. He's never gonna financially recover from this. Oh, that's you fair. Know? Oh, that is very true. In more ways than one, because right. if if indeed he does lose, he loses his life here. That's true. Yeah, it's a death match. Now, uh, but he's you, got the tiger. The tiger might perhaps just be a meat shield, but could also be the thing that he uses to get through that patriot. Uh, Iron Patriot armor, Tim. Yeah. Danny, I guess you're going to choose it today because Tim's a little bitch boy. Uh, we are <laughs> we are going to have it down and dirty. Now, as you do know, because you listen to the show all the time, Betty White has a finishing move known as the Betty White Knuckle Duster, where she is a direct kick to the dick, followed by 47 light tubes till the inside of your brains or the outside of your brains. Jose Azadico, I can only assume, has a finishing move, perhaps, uh, La Biche... Uh, Carol Beskin, <laughs> where he sicks the tiger on her, uh, maybe perhaps puts a some type of Carol Baskin mask over Betty White's face mm. to trigger the tiger in a bloody rage. Maybe he sprays her with that sardine oil. Oh my god, the sardine oil. Tim, how expensive is sardine oil? Uh, I don't know. Can we get it? Can we get it for the uh, for the concession stand alleyway? It's just fish AKA and water oil, paints. right? That's all you need. I believe so. Yeah, we should be able to do that. You can DIY that real quick. Yeah, let's get yeah. 500 gallons of it just in case. Thank you, Tim, for signing off on that one. Danny, we have to pick a winner. Oh, you know, it's going to be really close because we do have Jose Exotico with that LT Gray edition, but it's got to be Betty White. Oh, my God. Sure enough, the Betty White knuckle duster, a straight kick to the dick, and then proceeds to use the tiger as a weapon to turn the insides of his brain to the outside of his brain. Betty White advances. Tim, we need to get security out there. She has not stopped beating. You know what was yeah. the real downfall? The dick piercing. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have been he, so bad You know, I won't he say went that far. Because he is Mexico's official representative of Joe Exotic, 
it does have to 100% be to a T. He does have the piercings. So it is right there, and it is brutal. Let me tell you, she is still just going to town. Tim, can uh, you get somebody I, down not there? I'm going to send literally anyone in there to stop her, no. Why do you think that we pay the security so much money? We don't. Yeah, we do. No. You signed off on it. I have the documentation. Listen. Have you met Big, Te- Big Tex yet? No. Oh. Oh. Well, you can hear him over at <laughs> patreon.com slash professional casual where I did a nice little uh, employee interview. I gave him a six and a half percent raise because of him having to deal with Betty White so much. Um, just... Guys, Betty White is uh, picking her teeth with the the stud ah, from Jesus. the piercing. El Presidente yes. Albert. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's getting serious down there. Yeah, so... I, Good lord. Sending, she has got to be like a liability at this time. You, you think? <laughs> well, I mean, they sign off on death. Like, that's fine. But, like, would children watch this, man? You you agreed to this. This is all your fault. Good lord. This is, this is, uh, this is not good, Chuck. <laughs> no. Look, can we just shut the lights off? She's like a bird, right? She'll just go to sleep? I mean, that's for you to figure out, man. All right, I think that's what we Since do. you don't want to send the security in there, she's your problem now. Danny, yes. Welcome to the main event. We will just take everybody out of the backyard arena, All right. head them directly in to the Elite Eight Showdown main event arena. Now we're doing something a little different this time, Tim. Yeah, we are. Okay, it's what we're doing. What? It's motherfucking draft night. That's right. Instead of oh, did we have a thing? <laughs> That just cost us $27, Tim. I hope you're proud of yourself. Well, I... It's coming yeah. out of your paycheck. I I already paid for it. I have to pay for it again? Every time you push the button. Oh. Right, it's like a syndicated TV show. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Oh, we have to pay Burns Illustration for that, I think. <laughs> God damn it. Please, please, please give us money over at patreon.com slash professional casual so we can pay for Tim's trigger finger. <laughs> We are in the Elite Eight Showdown main event arena. We are in to the main event. We're doing a little draft today. We're doing a little something yeah. different. Yeah. Because we have our esteemed, knowledgeable, moderately attractive. Because otherwise, if I don't say that, if I say anything more than that, apparently HR gets on my ass about it. Well, yeah. Uh, can I say intellectually attractive? Does that work? I think so. Do I get away with that? I believe so. If I said things like, I want to stick my... <laughs> never mind, never mind. Never mind, because human resources will shut that down real fast. But more importantly, we're doing a draft today. That's right. Instead of me curating a bracket and you determining the winners or vice versa, yep. you and I are going to draft teams. Mm-hmm. And those teams will fight it out for supremacy. Yeah. The theme, the best person? The most redeemable the most redeemable person Mm -hmm. from tiger king yeah a documentary series tim on netflix yeah did you watch it i didn't i did uh aren't you on a show that literally talks about it i am that would be the space between presents i saw a tiger which of course danny is on our esteemed guest tim yeah maybe you should watch the show I took really good notes and shared them on the Discord, so yeah, that was a saving grace, I think. all I needed to do. I read the book. <laughs> oh, you're one of those? What a nerd. <laughs> read a book. Well, that's, uh, that's very disappointing. Yeah. I'm very disappointed in you. We have this amazing, esteemed, magnificent, succulent... 
guest and you opt to not prepare yourself. Oh, what? You didn't have the research team do it for you? First off, they're furloughed. So, no, I didn't want to call them in. Okay, wait, hold on. Hold on. You can furlough them. I try to fire one of them and I have to deal with a wrongful termination lawsuit? You didn't try to fire him. You tried to pay Betty White to kill him. No, I technically fired him first, and then I gave him the opportunity to get his job back. There's a difference, Tim. Gotcha. Yeah. Legally, there's a difference, and I was told that by Birdstein, Birdstein, and Peck, the legal eagles. That's right. That's right. I love I those. I, I fucking love those guys. I don't think they're real lawyers. They are for sure real lawyers. They will show you all the documentation. Tim, we paid a lot of money for those guys. I saw Birdstein literally eating a ham sandwich out of a garbage can. What he does in his own personal time is his business. He's eccentric. He's a little crazy. He's a little wild. He's he's kind of the wild card, the smoking gun. He's the guy. All right. It's the other Birdstein that really kind of takes care of the... So, like, he's the... The first bird, no, the first bird scene is kind of the crazy one, and then the second bird scene, he's the book guy, and he just kind of tells them, and then you send in Peck, and he does like all the flash and pizzazz, and then uh, the first bird scene hops over his shoulder, and then just like claws people in the face, and like legally, like in legal lawyer terms, does this. Oh, gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> they can't do that in the court, unlike here at Elite Eight Showdown. That's true. Now, we are moving on to the main event. Mm hmm. We're here. We have curated a list of every person that has been in the show. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I added other people because I think everybody's important. Oh. Yeah. Nice. I don't know why you have to be so rude about it, but I think everybody's important and special. Just, it's, not, it's not that I don't find them important. It's just I don't feel that everyone has human worth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you assume that just people just don't have value. Right. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, kind of makes sense why you threw Marcus Johnson Jackson. God, Tim, you can't even get his name right. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> it's probably if you had the the search the research team help you, probably wouldn't be a problem. I need you 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 signed um, that agreement. You're not allowed to refer to the research team directly anymore either. Just they're not here now, so you couldn't anyway, but please, please get in the habit of not referring to them directly. I mean, Dev and I are like roommates now, so that's terrifying. <laughs> He's actually a really chill dude. Everyone always gives like this big thing. They're like, oh, Dev's like this half man, half goat, son of Satan guy. So what? He's got three dicks. Well, technically it's one dick with three heads, but that's not the point, Dan. He's a human being who just wants a goddamn job. Okay? Show him a little fucking respect. All right? He's an employee of yours and a friend of mine. I, I did meet Dev and no. Yeah, I agree. All right. Yeah. As well as our friend over here, Danny Cole. Hello. She will be determining the winner for each bracket today. So what we're going to do, I'm going to pick somebody. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to pick somebody. Yep. And then we'll state our case of who we think is better. Me, mine. And then she will determine a winner. They move on to the next bracket. Okay. And then uh, we'll go, or they move on to the next round. We go to the next bracket. So a little toss-up, a little fighting, a little, little here we go, a little action, a little you versus me. I will say this, Tim. If you can win, I will ensure that you get paid all of your backlog money. Really? That's how sure I am that I'm going to win. That's dozens of dollars. Several dozens. Yes. Several. I would almost say two and a half handfuls worth of dollars. Okay. Yep. I didn't realize there was going to be real stakes today. This is actually really exciting. Yeah. 
All right, I'm in it. Yeah, you. If you want to pay your bills and make sure your children have a roof over their head, I suggest you bring your A game, you piece of shit. We we did have to sell the roof. (laughs) That's right, you did. Just the roof. Well, it was. (laughs) It's so sad. It was the newest part of our house. Oh. So it had the most work. I mean, it's a skylight now, so they're welcome. I mean, yeah. and the weather's getting nicer. So yeah, like, you is. know. I don't know why you're bitching so much. God, the raccoons have moved in. Oh, wow, free pets. Mm-hmm. All right, so round one, here we go, getting right into it. Mm-hmm. Tim, we need to actually... Uh, yeah, draft people before round one starts. Oh, I thought we would just do it as we went. So oh. round one, mystery pick versus your mystery pick. In the words of uh, Bill O'Reilly... Fuck it, let's do it live. <laughs> I think it would. I think it makes it a little more interesting, a little more. Yeah, little all right. More, yeah, we have we have the pool. We have the list on the very expensive Elite Eight Showdown uh, bracket board list. Forty six hundred cost That's us a really specific market. Yeah, it's, that we got that at. You know what? Uh, pay a little extra, but it's worth it. Yep. Look at that. Look at those LEDs, baby. I disagree, but yeah, let's move forward. I don't want to <laughs> dwell on how much that cost. It was. Almost as much as the Elite Eight Showdown randomizer for 2500 5200 Actually, I bought both models. <laughs> All right. I really wanted to make sure it was random. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, round one, here we go. Danny, you yes. are a judge, jury, and execution. Aw, uh, yes, yeah, so much power. Round one. Oh, we need to determine who's going to go first. I think it's only fair. Danny, think of a number between one and two. Okay. One. Uh, also one. You're both wrong. Oh, cool. that means I get to go first. Yes. The crowd goes insane. <laughs> That's right. It was really brief. <laughs> Two clubs. That's all you get. Two clubs. It's a uh, corporate. Corporate. Uh, congratulations. Two claps. Yeah. Yeah. Just clap, clap. Yep. Everyone's fucking done. None of this like 25 minute claps. Best. You don't need it. No, no. we are we are goddamn professionals casually around here. Yeah, yeah. And you can check us out at twitter.com slash top tier casual. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. We did it. Yeah, we did a thing. Round one. I, you know what? I want to come out hot. I want to come out of the gates steamy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Super steamy. The steamiest. I need, to, I need a great look at the scoreboard here. Here we go. I'm going to go with... Do you want to just let our viewers know who all is on the list so they know nope. who we're picking from? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, Tim, why don't you read it off? Because that's what I pay you for. All right. Why did you write it on a piece of paper? We have the ridiculously expensive. <laughs> um, we have Joe. Joe. Exotic. Oh. Okay. Uh, Carol and Howard as a team. Jeff and Lauren as a team. John Finley and Travis and Dylan as a team. James Gerritsen, Saf, Doc Antle, Alan Glover, the federal prosecutor lady. Oh, fuck. The Walmart meat truck. Don Lewis's corpse. (laughs) I just saw that on there for the first time. Rick Kirkman, Tim Stark, Mario Tabreau, uh, Eric Cowie, and uh, John Renke. Good lord. Yeah. What a stacked roster we have to pick from. Yeah. Round one, Tim, prepare to fight. I am going to go ahead and pick what I would argue is probably my best friend from the Tiger. Yeah, you might not know this. I actually roll with him. He's my dude. He's my guy. I'm going to go ahead and choose the sex cult leader himself, Doc Ansel, stepping up, riding in on the gigantic elephant. They've both gotten bigger. (laughs) 
That's a power move. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, right off the bat. I'm bringing the heat, I'm bringing the thunder, and I'm bringing that elephant in his dick. <laughs> Which yeah. you will have, if you want to not eat cockroach bread, you are going to have to put it somewhere around your face. Here's the good news. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like Eminem in the movie 8 Mile, mm-hmm. I excel uh, at second pick. So, going up against <laughs> Doc Antle, I'm going to have to go with Don Lewis's corpse. Fuck! Ooh. Oh, that is a hot opener. All right, if well, if I have to, if I have to pitch why my my why my choice should win. First off, still alive. I think that's pretty important. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah you got a point. Yeah. Uh, B readily readily able to be be found. I can I can one dial because we're bros. One right. dial and I'm, I'm there. All right. Yeah. For sure. Uh, to elephants. He rides in, transports, always on elephant. And more importantly, he had, okay, despite the alleged sex cult <laughs> nonsense that went on, right? Doc had the cleanest place, mm-hmm. the most organized place. He had, let's face it, banging bitches. Uh, really just smoking hot, both fairly young, and he was willing, free boob jobs for everybody. I mean, come on. Sign me up. I. I could use a size up. Let's face it. You know, I'm rocking a solid B's. I'd like to go to C's one day. And I'm willing to hang out with Doc to get there. You know? I mean, why not? I feel the exact same way. Yeah. He had youngins. He had Tinder moms. He's got uh, dudes. Like, he's got whatever you want, man. Doc Ansel is a provider. Doc Ansel brings, gives you what you need. And all in exchange, all he wants is for you to work for him. He gives you shelter. He gives you food. And he gives you the opportunity to work your way up in his company. Doc Hansel, man of the people. That's beautiful. Thank you. Truly inspired. Yeah. Just want to throw this out there. Doc Hansel also only paid his workers $100 a week, which was about 30% less than Joe Exotic paid his own people. <laughs> and it's Doc, still Doc about 60% more than what you get paid on average here. Yeah. <laughs> so right there, maybe if you need a career choice change, you can go work for Doc. Here's the deal. Don Lewis's corpse. Number one. Hide and seek champion 25 years in running. <laughs> oh, Unbeaten. Number two. If it wasn't for Don Lewis's corpse, would we have a Tiger King? Mm. If he was. Well, he's not the Tiger King. He's not. But without Don Lewis, you never have Joe Exotic feuding with Carol Baskin over her killing her husband. I mean, you that also, was accused either way. So You <laughs> also don't have pretty much. The entire reason that the show was taken off, not for Joe Exotic, but for the fact that Carol Bassins is the bitch who killed her husband. You also do not get the Grammy Award winning song, Here Kitty Kitty, by Joe Exotic, which is all about Carol Baskins killing her husband, Don Lewis. I would just like to point out... You yeah. don't even get... What was that fucking bitch's name with the tiny mouth that used to work for Don Lewis? Oh, uh, Anne McQueen. Anne McQueen. Anne McQueen. Um, you don't have Anne McQueen, you don't have any of that. Without Don Lewis's corpse, do we even have this episode of Elite Eight Showdown? I would just like to point out, you ruined the bar downstairs for the guests by putting Here Kitty Kitty on at every fucking night that you're there. You won't let me play Space Jam. You won't let me play Old Town Road. What else <laughs> I, am I going to play? Okay, first off, everyone knows I am d- delighted for you to play anything but Here Kitty Kitty. I will boot, scoot, and boogie. I will space jam anybody. I don't know if there's a dance to it. There is in my pants most of the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But more, <laughs> more importantly, 
It is arguable. I would rather hear the other song that he's famous for than hear Kitty Kitty one more goddamn time. I'm not going to the bar with you anymore, man. Right there. Have you been downstairs, Danny? I haven't. To no. the official Elite Showdown VIP lounge? No. Oh. I was told I didn't get VIP status until we were done with the episode. God damn it, Tim. <laughs> it's literally what the contract says, though. You can, you have free passes. What the hell are you doing with these free passes? Well, I want to save them. I don't know if I'll need them later. God damn it. You always have to conserve your your one-time use consumable. No, 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 no. Free passes are for guests, my hookers, my friends, and then maybe you get to use them afterwards. Right. So I should save them. No, Tim. Guests are first, then my hookers, then my friends. Then everybody else, okay, that you know. Actually, everybody else. Then people you know. There's five. Gotcha. Yeah. All right, Tim. That's why we're losing money. Mm. Yeah. Hand over fist. Patreon.com/slash/professional/casual to help us out, please. Oh dear God. Starting in just a dollar a month. Just a dollar first a month. year. Yeah. Yeah. You will get access to just so much bonus content. Like, you get to see Danny on a vlog. Yeah. All the time. Yep. Great. Big fan. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you. So, Danny, you got to choose a winner. Uh, so, I'm going for the most redeemable? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I don't know. I do. I mean, Don Lewis. It's his corpse. His corpse. Allegedly the corpse we don't even know if it actually exists he could just be literal piles of tiger poo at this point yeah or he could be chilling in costa rica with his girlfriend could be either or Or, sounds like there's a ton of potential for redemption there we don't even know if he actually showed up to this fight that's true and even if he did he'd be like in his 80s Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so doc looking let me tell you smothered and covered juicy as fuck <laughs> and doc makes a point that you know all of his girlfriends they know what they're in for exactly and they're all like in their consent, 40s or 50s consent danny that's the most yeah. important thing here tim rude. Uh, <laughs> rude. sarah's gonna hate me for it but i gotta wow. go with doc Antle. wow <laughs> hold on hold on hold on i got a dab on him <laughs> that one hurts Yes, that's right. I Not really to- felt Don Lewis's corpse was going to be the most redeemable person on the show. <laughs> no. Because there's so much potential in the mystery of where he is, right? if he's alive, or, you know, if he's murdered. Oh, he's for sure murdered. He's done. He's, he's part of the Earth more ways than one. <laughs> Moving on to round two. Right. Oh, my God. I cannot believe I mean, this is a great episode. And I'm going to go ahead and pick. You know what? I think it's time to throw it down. I'm going to go Carol Baskin and her simp bitch husband. That's right. I'm taking all the hotness. I need a I need a win. Uh-huh. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to pull my trump card out immediately mm-hmm. and I'm going to go for John Ranke. Damn it. Okay, so here's the thing. Let me tell you why Carol Baskin and her husband her simp bitch husband which I learned what that term was over at uh, The Space Between Presents I Saw a Tiger. <laughs> First episode goes into extreme detail of what a simp bitch is. If you're curious, go ahead and uh, head over there, professionalcasual.com, and uh, check out all those episodes, all those amazing episodes well-researched by our guest, 
Danny. Well, thank you. It's very educational. It is incredibly educational. Right? I, sure. I literally learned things. It was amazing. <laughs> I don't learn a lot around here. Tim would have you believe. So, Carol Baskin and her bitch husband. Tim, bitch husband. Carol Baskin. Allegedly, and by we all know, straight murderer. Yes. Murdered her husband, as we just saw. The corpse, right. possibly. Who knows? But she's also really good at making sure that nobody ever finds the body. She has wealth. She mm-hmm. has m- almost more money than anybody on the show when it comes into revenue from Facebook, mm-hmm. revenue from not having to pay volunteers. So she's saving money. Frugal, super smart. That's true. Dare I say, kind of a gilf. Yeah. 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 That's why I, it's a. It's a thing, Tim. It's Is a thing. it? Yeah. It's only a thing I've referred to every episode. <laughs> <laughs> Gilfs, yes. With Carol Baskin, you think, is a gilf? What is she, in like her 80s? Yeah, she's smoking hot. <laughs> she's a good-looking 80-year-old, Tim. And also, speaking of her frugality, she has not updated that wardrobe in 30 no, years. No, she established a style early and mm-hmm. has kept with it. Frankly, I would assume is probably going to rebirth. Yeah. All that animal style. Yes. And more importantly, she has her, like, simp bitch husband to just use as a meat shield against John Rinke, a.k.a. Captain No Legs. Here's the thing about John Rinke. John Rinke doesn't have skeletons in his closet. He has them in the passenger seat. (laughs) Not only does John Rinke get a foot ahead, he's got two fake legs ahead that have awesome fucking airbrush art on them. Carol Baskins, literally zero awesome airbrush legs. Literally zero awesome cars, and literally zero awesome skeletons in the passenger seat outside of that simp bitch, Howard Baskin. Which I assume he would have taken here a lot of time. It's Howie. It's Howie. It's Howie. It's Howie. It's Howie. It's Howie. so much. Literally the least redeemable people on the show is, is Carol and her husband. Murdered Don Lewis. Literally... Ruined people all around. Allegedly murdered. Okay, first off, let's get that right. All right. Allegedly murdered. She offers volunteer, like, opportunities to hundreds of people to work their way up to feel more inclusive, to feel like part of a family, to feel part of uh, importance. And not only that, she then provides, she provides, Tim, provides people all around the world with experiences through her Facebook, doing live videos and, and and streaming and all of the other things that we probably should be doing here at this network. But frankly, we don't have the team for that. So she's already whooping us there. Right. Frankly, I don't... Maybe we should hire her here, is what I'm saying. That's how redeemable of a human being she is. She might be the single greatest, most important person to happen in the 21st century. So... Not only is all of that wrong, everyone who's listened to it is now stupider for having heard it. Uh, I award you zero points. <laughs> John Renke is the backbone of the GW Zoo. John Renke, when given the opportunity to leave the private zoo industry and, and the holding of big cats, did it. Became a race car driver. Do you know what Carol Baskins is still doing? Keeping tigers in cages. Giving them homes because they can't be returned she's literally destroying their homes to be able to put them in her shittier home is it really that i think it i think authentic authentic john rinky will go into the tiger cage 
to weed whack to make sure that the cats don't have to deal with any of their seasonal allergies to deal with, you know, hay or the fever that comes with it or the fever that comes with it. Also, I don't know if I mentioned this or not. uh, Carol Baskin literally has zero fucking awesome airbrushed fake legs. Well, you're right. She doesn't have awesome artificial airbrushed legs. What she does have is a simp bitch husband. Mm. A, a, she has found not one, but probably two individuals, her dead husband and now her current husband. She has found not one, but two men to literally do everything that she wants in life. And then the second that they question her, dead, done, done so. She is a person of authority. Mm-hmm. She is a person of leadership. She doesn't take shit from anybody. Ask Joe, where is he? In prison. <laughs> Actually, I... Theory. Joe wanted to go to prison to make sure that he didn't fucking die when Carol would send herself down to Oklahoma. Funny enough, uh, that place is almost like an hour away from Breaker and Bain. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Breaker and Bain are friends of ours. Oh, nice. Here the uh, Elite Issue now. She would go there and literally fucking murder, if she wanted to even give Joe the time of day, which we have established that she doesn't, she does things legally. Mm. She takes care of things legally. She took Joe for everything legally. Did she not? It was completely legal. Completely yeah. legal. Mm-hmm. I think in the show they said she spent like two and a half million dollars going after Joe and mm-hmm. other people he's mm-hmm. affiliated with. Mm-hmm. She literally put everything she had into making sure that Joe could no longer cruelly treat animals and more importantly allow John Rinky to take off his legs and beat the tires with it, allegedly. First off, um, wow. I... I was going to lead my counter argument with everything you just said is true until that last bit. You completely fucked me on that. Um, But you are right. Carol Baskins is a murderer. People are scared of her because she is terrifying. She has a simp bitch husband that praises her. All of those things make her a supervillain incapable of being redeemed, which is what this contest is for. She has literally shown no signs of becoming a better person, and she only gains more hostility Uh, as she gains power. When Joe Exotic comes to the table to try to pay her the settlement that was due to her, she tries to take his parents' house in addition. That is not a redeemable action. Uh, Carol and Howard are the worst people on the show, and even if you don't believe that, they're in the top three worst people in the show, and the most likely to never be redeemed, because simply, they can't be stopped. No one has stopped them. They've continued on their rampage. And uh, there's no slowing it down. There is no redemption for Carol Baskin because she won't even admit that she killed her husband. The first step is acknowledging you have a problem. <laughs> oh, guys, this is this is tough. You're gonna have to choose a winner here. I know, Danny. Chuck, you make so many great points about Carol. I am more of a Carol sympathizer than a that bitch Carol mm-hmm. Baskin. Yeah, maybe she's killing guys because they deserve it. You know. More power. Women power. I support women, and I support her murdering her shit husbands. You know, he was kind of shit. Sorry, Don Lewis. Rip. Um, (laughs) But she does, you know, offer cats a place to live out their lives, albeit it is in cages. You're right. They can't be returned back to their natural habitats. They weren't born in their natural habitats, so they can't possibly be returned there. They wouldn't stand a chance. Um, Saint. 
saint. So much like Carol Baskins, these tigers have no chance of redemption because they can't be returned they to the can't wild. They can't be returned to the wild. I do love what Carol's doing. I love a lot of what Big Cat Rescue stands behind. But John Ranky, you know, he leaves the zoo. He keeps Joe out of trouble for 14 years as much as he can. Mm-hmm. He leaves the zoo. He goes and he finds happiness. I just, I love John Ranky. I'm sorry. So I, I got to go with my man, John. You know what, Tim? I'll let you have this one. John Rinky will advance. They got a lot more than a corporate clap there. Obviously, John Rinky was the right call. I mean, it's fair. It's fair. He's a good man. He's a good man. Tim, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. Match number three. Yeah. I'm taking off my pants. I'm oh, getting comfortable. Snap. I'm ready. I'm ready. Most people take off their belt. I'm all pants. Yeah. I don't need any restrictions. Yeah. <laughs> I respect that. I'm going with... The Walmart meat truck. Fuck! That's oh. right. I've come to play fair, and you're you're you fool for not choosing it. I shit. That was gonna be my choice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. Wow. You're gonna have to choose really wisely because this is, and this the is Walmart meat truck is probably the most important decision. All right, I got it. We're going to go with Joe Exotic's husbands. John Finley, oh. Travis, and Dylan. Okay. Oh, this is going to get real good. So much meat involved in this one. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. So much very questionable meat. <laughs> the Walmart refrigerated meat truck. Actually, we're not totally sure if it was refrigerated when it was delivering the meat. But I don't believe it was. <laughs> I don't think it was either. Providing nutrients, mm-hmm. food, Two separate things, Tim. Yeah. Actually, surprisingly enough, and more—not just to the tigers, but to Joe's entire staff, because Joe is too much of a piece of shit to actually pay a livable wage to his employees to be able to afford their own food that they wanted to go and eat. Probably spoiled, very questionable meat. This truck arrives. It opens up. Just, pu- just waves of so meat. much meat. So yeah. much meat oh, in yeah. our face. Just you saw that thing open up. It's like just they had to beat off the meat with both hands. You know what I'm saying? Like so much yeah. meat was just flying. Just at like them. pepperoni logs and yeah. sliced bologna. Full five pound bolognese. Yeah, yeah. Taylor meat, Taylor hams, if you will. Ooh, yeah, yeah, <sighs> yeah. I mean, if we need to, if we need to throw down over Taylor ham <laughs> and the pride of New Jersey, northern Northern Jersey, <laughs> yeah, that probably would be a great episode. Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash professional casual to hear us talk about whether it's a pork roll or a Taylor ham. It's pork roll. It's a Taylor ham. Yeah. Okay. Stay tuned for that episode because that's going to get. It'll probably be our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're going to walk away from that one. The meat truck is the single most important thing to Joe's entire system. Yes. It provides, he saves more than enough money to feed all of his tigers, tigers that he doesn't actually, he has more tigers than he can feed. Mm -hmm. That's why he has this goddamn truck delivery. It's it's providing for his staff. It at no point does anything in the entire show that's negative. Okay. That's a good point. Didn't fucking kill anybody. Didn't try to hire somebody to kill somebody. Didn't rat out its friends. Yeah. To the and FBI. not only did it not kill anybody, it had the potential to kill people. Oh, sure. Yeah. And chose that not meat to. was bad, and it didn't. Yeah. Also, uh, fun fact, the second that truck drives away is no longer the truck's responsibility. Oh. Yes. Interesting. Yes. 
no longer trust responsibility is the responsibility of the uh, receivers okay. to ensure that the food is not spoiled. So Joe's, Joe's entire staff. <laughs> yeah, come on. Well, which I would also like to point out, his husband's part of that staff. That is true. Mm. Were they, though? Did they actually have to work? Here's where you lose, friend. I want you to think of two things. I want you to think of something during the show. Mm-hmm. And I want you to think of that same thing after the show. Okay. Let's start with butter tubs filled with organ meats from the meat truck. This is a plastic container filled with the parts of the animals nobody wants. I want you to think of John Finley, whose mouth resembles a butter tub filled with organ meat. <laughs> it's got what nobody wants. Right. Yeah. I think during the show, they're on the same page. After the show, though, you've seen John Finley. You want to talk about redemption? He's thinner, not on drugs, married, taking care of his daughter, and he has teeth. Also has this tattoo covered up. Mm. The butter tub filled with organ meats uh, is shit. Literal shit. It does get converted into shit. Right. Yep. Didn't cover up his tattoo. Didn't get new teeth. Didn't move forward. Isn't raising a child. It could be on drugs. Could be. I don't think I need anything else. Well, I will. I would like to point out, much unlike the organ meat tub, it has never wanted to accidentally kill itself and shoot itself in the head. <laughs> like Joe's husband, the younger of the two, who, uh, even though he said he knew how to use a pistol correctly and that it would not fire, yeah, didn't have. He was so stupid as to not check the gun to see if there was a bullet in it. He proceeded to maybe accidentally or intentionally shoot his brains out in front of somebody else causing not only the death of himself a what i would assume would be a very large cleaning bill mm. and of course the trauma the traumatic mental and emotional toll that that took on uh the individual who saw it which was joe's campaign manager campaign manager yeah is there so first off i hate everything that you just said like a lot mm-hmm. it bothers me on a personal level <laughs> Is there no better analogy for something killing itself than Walmart meat being discarded into the trash and then driven to the GW Exotic Zoo Park in southern Oklahoma to be consumed without refrigeration by both Joe's staff and his tigers? I would say that if it wasn't for the meat truck, the abuse of the animals in the GW uh, Exotic Park it would have closed. He couldn't have maintained the conditions. He would have been shut down. Travis would still be alive if it wasn't for the Walmart meat truck. Ooh. Yeesh. Fuck, that's a good point. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. that is Except for you're point. completely fucking wrong. <laughs> <laughs> See, the meat truck had nothing to do with his death in any way, shape, or form. You know what it did do? Provided him funds because he was able to pick and choose the creme de la creme off that truck i'd like to find out before they gave it to the tigers so he could save up money to buy more drugs Mm, drugs tim drugs like meth that rot out your teeth and make you look like a goddamn jack-o'-lantern it's not halloween all year round folks sorry to say you're only going to be in season for the month of october that being said i believe the incessant drug use that Joe Exotic encouraged 
with his husband. Was paid for by the savings from the Walmart meat truck. I completely agree with you. <laughs> he couldn't have afforded the drugs, he couldn't have afforded the Ruger, and he couldn't have afforded multiple husbands without the money he saved by leveraging the Walmart meat truck. The supervillain of the entire show. Or savior of the entire show. Danny, you have to choose a winner here. Oh, God. The Walmart meat truck, the savior of Joe Exotic, or what would arguably be the worst thing to happen to Joe Exotic, Joe Exotic and his husbands. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh. <laughs> I have to say, Tim, you make a compelling argument with John Finley. He completely transforms by the end of the show yeah. um, in the special that we saw. But the Walmart meat truck, it feeds not only the tigers, but the staff. So I'm going Walmart meat truck. Oh, that's right that is right folks i feel i was robbed in that one that is i feel the only confirmable body kill or body count in this show is the meat truck killing travis i do have to say though you made a great choice because anyone else up against the walmart meat truck i would never would have even hesitated like walmart meat truck but you you made me think i uh i don't i don't even know if my boy rinky could have done it yeah tim stark no, that one. Oh, uh, Mario Tabro. The He's Scarface the, guy? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Moving into the final round. Final preliminary round. Yes, the final preliminary round. Tim, thank you for doing your job. <laughs> it's <laughs> about you. damn time. It's about goddamn time you did your job, Tim. <laughs> I have to choose. Something I don't even see on the list, Tim. That's right. I'm going to pull out a wild card that you would not have expected. I'm going to go with the tiger that ate Sass's arm. Whoa. got to write that down. Hmm. All right. I'm putting in a fucking tiger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, here's the good news. I have the hard counter mm-hmm. to the tiger that bit off Sass's arm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose Saf. I knew it. No. I knew you were going to do it. Okay. All right. Let me tell you why the tiger that bit off Saf's arm is the most important, redeemable character okay. out of everybody in the entire show. Tiger was just doing what it was naturally supposed to do. It felt threatened because somebody was invading its personal space, much like I do with Tim. If he comes within threat range, he does get a kick to the dick. <laughs> I learned that from Betty White. He did not technically rip the arm off. The fence ripped the arm off. Arguably, the worst person is probably the fence in this whole situation between Seth, the tiger, the fence. Or even the doctor who amputated the arm. Or the doctor who amputated the arm. Which, I'd like to point out, her decision to have the arm removed because she didn't want to go through the physical therapy and all those years of rehabilitation. Right, yeah, it was like So technically, it's her own goddamn fault that she doesn't have a goddamn arm to begin with. (laughs) Okay? That was her decision, not the tiger's decision. Mm-hmm. The tiger was just doing what it's inherently supposed to do, which is bite your fucking arm off. It's true. Maybe, maybe it got spooked a little. Maybe it got a little scared. It happens to all of us. Tim sneaks up on me. I get a little spooked. Donkey kick. You know Boom. what I'm saying? Yeah. Right to the Tim day. has learned several times not to sneak up on me. Yeah. Have yeah. you learned all of his different ranges? Like his arm can reach this far and his leg from different angles can reach... No, um, and the reason why is he he has some superhuman flexibility, almost at a Reed Richards level, yep. where sometimes I sneak up behind him and I don't know what's going to hit me. 
Is it a leg that somehow extended five feet? Is it his dick that somehow extended five feet? It's the magni- always the magnificent hog. Uh, yes, the magnificent <laughs> hog. It's always one of the two, and I'm never quite sure yeah. which one's coming at me. Oh my God! So he kicks you in the dick with, with his, his dick? dick. Yes. Damn. It's hot dick on dick action. Wow. Yeah. Pay per view. Damn. Every time. <laughs> Patreon.com. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash professional casual to see hot dick on dick <laughs> there will be no pornography on earth so because we're not i don't think we're allowed to do that here's Actually, the good you news can, you can do that here's the good news this is going to be the quickest round because i got this in the bag because thankfully right. you did everything i needed you to do i hate when i do that you called saf a she that's true saf i did is a I, trans man I, also that's true i, I did tigers that. are ambush predators saf stuck his arm into the cage that is not within the tiger's nature because he is an ambush predator and would only attack him from behind third the tiger's transphobic, and that's why he attacked in the first place, making him not only not redeemable, he's also probably dead. So, fuck that tiger. Fuck his views. He's transphobic. He didn't even act within his own nature to attack from behind. He attacked him from the front, and he didn't even do a good job. The cage did more than he did. The cage is more of a predatory animal than the fucking tiger. I would like to issue an apology. I did not mean to assume uh, their gender. That was not fair of me. But I would like to point out, what is... Danny? Yeah. You've been to a zoo before. I have. You have. Yep. Can you tell me what the first rule on all the cages are? Uh, Don't feed the animals. Don't feed the animals. More importantly, don't stick your fucking hand in the cage. Yep. No part of your body. No part of your body should be anywhere in the cage. And she's an employee. He. They. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who made those rules? Joe Exotic. Who is Joe Exotic? A cis white male. <laughs> Saf does not need to listen <laughs> to anything. <laughs> yeah, he identifies as the gender he was born. That makes him cis. Oh, you're right. Yep. Nope. I remember my stuff. I mean, why don't you be more bigoted like that <laughs> stupid fucking tiger? <laughs> Saf doesn't have to listen to his rules. Saf is his own man or whatever he wants to be. And what that is, is employed, regardless of the amount of arms he has. Saf cares more about that tiger than the tiger did. The tiger knew it was fucked when it bit Saf's arm. What did Saf do? was like, all right, fuck it. Get rid of the arm. I need to go back and take care of that tiger. If that is not a redemption story, no revenge, no ill will. He just goes back and does his job. If that, there's there's literally not a better contender. There's no way that that tiger can win. Saf is the most redeemable out of those two by far. I understand what you're saying. It's more. It's very. It's very important that he shows that he is redeemable. Air quotes because he did indeed fucked up. If he had never put his arm through that fucking cage to even get close to a situation where a tiger could have bit them, the hand, the arm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Under no circumstances would the tiger have even done it, therefore not putting Joe in a financial situation that he would never recover from. Ergo having to get the meat truck. Ergo having to even apply to get a meat truck. You know how expensive that application is? Several dollars. Because you got to print it out. Okay? At your local Kinko's. Ink. Paper. Person to print it off. Labor. Okay? Costing. That cost Joe so much money. And the tiger... He even said it herself. The tiger was not to blame. The tiger was just doing what it naturally is supposed to do. I agree with you. I think you're completely right. And Danny, as an English teacher, you know story structure very well. Uh So if the tiger did nothing wrong, he has nothing to be redeemed for. 
therefore okay. making him unable to be redeemed. Okay. The tiger is less well, redeemable. I mean, it, it did whip off its arm. So it has a little. Yeah. 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 You, you said that's not the tiger's fault. No, but it still did it. You just said the tiger couldn't be blamed for it. If no blame is to be given, there's nothing to be redeemed from. I <laughs> I like that technicality route that you're going. Yeah, I, I appreciate I that. Close my argument on the fact that you cannot be redeemed if you have not done anything that would make you in need of redemption. Damn. All the animals in this are blameless. Nobody, no animal wins in this no war. No animal wins in this war. Saf says it himself. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Danny, you have to pick a winner. All right. So I'm, I'm a little. I will not lie. I'm a little. I'm a little shook right now. Because I did not see that coming. Yeah, Danny, you have to pick a winner. Okay, to move on to the semifinals. All right, Chuck, love that you went truly outside the box, outside mm-hmm. the cage, even mm-hmm. going with the tiger that ate Saf's arm. But I love that Saf gets right back to work, admits, you know, the tiger did what it was going to do. Also. Saf shouldn't have stuck his arm in the cage. That was not like that was like a Joe rule not to do. Mm-hmm. And they talk about how he was going against protocol. Something he should potentially be redeemed from. Yeah. Opening the potential to be redeemed. And Saf goes right back to work to try to save face at Joe's park. And then in the end, still just loves the animals and still works with the tiger that clawed his arm off. So I gotta go Saf on this one. You know, you're 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 two for two in making the correct decision here. Yeah. So I appreciate that you know, <laughs> that, that was one of them. Yeah. All right. So moving on to the semifinals. All right, let's Folks, do this. Sponsored by Instagram. That's right. Check out our network over at the Professional Casual on Instagram, where you will see posts of upcoming shows. Yeah. Adorable memes. Yeah. Dare I say the Instagram team does an amazing job we actually have a different team for everything mm. here um i'd say the instagram team they're the meme queens yeah you know yeah, yeah. straight wow. fire brought brought the heat brought the thunder on that Ooh. one that's why we keep her around <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're providing, <laughs> providing that great content <gasps> semi-final round here we go my first pick a a lover absolutely truly truly, truly a lover provider dare i say the most attractive man on the entire uh male roster i mean yeah 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 if i'm gonna have to have some type of sexual intercourse with any of those men i want it to be doc especially like back in the 80s doc with that mustache yeah that mustache though i'm not gonna lie about half chub right now (laughs) (laughs) just think about that mustache alone that gave me a sexual awakening that at 34 years old, I didn't know I could have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to, I'm going to have to really address some things later. <laughs> I'm thinking about everything about Doc. Going up against Tim's pick of like, who the fuck ever he chose. It's not important. Your choice, Danny. Doc Ansel coming in on that. Uh, what was that? Oh, Elephant. Yes, Elefante. Doc Elefante actually is oh what we is he's known uh, in my phone because we're bros right yeah I, I can have I can I can arrange a meetup if you're interested I would love that but I have to win going up against Tim's pick John Ranky if you're looking for a good bone John Ranky carries 266 in his passenger seat 
Also, Doc Antle has that fucking couch. Yeah, he's got that couch. Do you think there's any redemption possible for what that man has done to that couch? You know who there is redemption for? Someone who, for the very first time in decades, bought pants to defend his friend in court and was never even asked to testify. If you think that there's a redemption story anywhere, it is in future court dates for John Ranke to finally be able to speak his mind. Let me ask you something, Danny. Do you think John Ranke could get off that couch or get on that couch? Absolutely not. I think if there's one thing that couch is made for, it's getting off. (laughs) (laughs) He would absolutely have to remove his legs, I think. For sure. Creating a trip hazard for anybody who also wants to partake on the couch. It's true. More importantly, an inconvenience because somebody's going to have to get those legs to bring it to him so he can proceed to try to get off the couch. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. John Rinke, not OSHA standard safe Mm. on that couch. For sure. That's a good point. For sure. I just would like to throw out that I don't think Doc Antle is also physically capable of getting up <laughs> on that couch. I could see that. At least Ranky has those legs that he could attach grappling tethers to. I would love to see John Ranky swinging through the streets by launching those beautiful legs to the New York City's, you know, swinging in through yeah. the streets. Doc Antle is fatter. <laughs> And predatory (laughs) as he molests his employees. I mean, I think you got it all right there. They wouldn't have written that song about them if it wasn't true. And then they eat cockroach bread. Oh, yeah, cockroach bread, too. They were even more than just cockroach. (laughs) (laughs) He was giving them opportunity. But they not all the time had to eat cockroach bread. If they just simply... Did what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. Like here at Elite Eight Showdown, you do what you have to do to move up in the company. That's true. If they just did the things that they needed to do, I bet you if John Rinky worked for Doc, Doc would have paid for him to get better legs. Mm. Under the management of John Rinky, the GW Zoo was never raided. Doc Antle Zoo was raided fucking last year and probably will be again. John Rinky is on zero lists that Carol Baskin, the FBI, uh, Mm -hmm. Fish and Game are going after. Doc Antle's on all of them. So he's popular. He's well known. They, I would argue, because he's not paying off, allegedly, paying off those departments Mm -hmm. to that they are just like, well, fuck you if you're not going to play the game like Carol Baskin is. Or like Joe and his employments are because they single-handedly worked with the FBI, who also worked with John Rinke, therefore John Rinke worked for the FBI, and shut down his own employer. Shut down his own employer, Tim. I think that there is not a more pure man in this entire show. Pure of heart, pure of soul, pure of person. And John Rinke. Pure of legs. Pure of toe jam. He's literally you know, zero toe jam. I feel like I want you to take a minute right now, and I want you to think of something deep inside your soul, and I want you to just imagine how Doc Antle's feet smell. <laughs> Probably fantastic because he has his helpers rub essential oils all over him. I imagine he goes barefoot a lot too. He strikes me as that type of person. He has the opportunity to go barefoot, and that's right. important. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. John Rinky's never going to be able to go barefoot ever again because yeah. he has no legs. 
Untrue. One of John Rinke's favorite animals at the GWZ Park was a bear that he would feed cupcakes to. He can go bare feet whenever he wants. Ooh. Ooh. Gross. Mm. Also, Doc Antle has a ponytail. Yeah, so that just makes him cooler because guess who doesn't have a ponytail? John Rinky. It's true. You want to know he, why? He has a prosthetic ponytail. <laughs> Is it airbrush too? Yeah, it's airbrush. Airbrush prosthetic. <laughs> See, I think he's trying too hard to replace himself like Robocop. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, let's say, encasing himself to become a fast driver works for the government, kind of, loosely, because his employers also helped the FBI. Therefore, he is kind of, in some ways, part of that, as I alluded to earlier. Right. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That's right, Tim. Yeah. Yeah. Your guy is a narc, kind of. He's literally not. They literally (laughs) were so uninterested in what he had to say, because it might have saved Joe, that they didn't even use his testimony. they didn't even bring him in. I think we need a winner. So, therefore, he's already not even usable and useful to the people that need him the most. Which means he has the best potential for a redemption story. Doc Antle hasn't even fallen yet. Mm. John Rinky falls every day. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, John Okay, Rinke. well, now you have to choose a winner, Danny. Wow, you know, I thought that this would be easier this round, but it's just not so difficult. But Doc Antle is alleged to have gas chambers and crematoriums at his place. Yeah, that looks, that looks real bad. That looks yeah. really bad. And I mean, John Reinke, the only thing he's burning is toast, you know? <laughs> so, I, I gotta go with my man John. Ba-ba-boom! I'm sorry! Doc is not gonna like this. Doc is not gonna like this at all. That's because that people are jealous of Doc Antle and no, his relationship be- to big cats. That's right, because they're sexy. More importantly, Betty White. Yeah, we just eliminated... Betty White's best friend. Oh, no. Tim, this is all your fault. I'm sending her after you. Uh, I literally did not make that decision. Well, you kind of did. Just like John Rinky ratted out his best friend. Kind of. You he kind didn't of. in any way do that. You kind of also. Moving on to the second semifinal round. Good Lord. This is high octane entertainment mm-hmm. and action. We have arguably the most important, essential critical individual of the entire show the walmart meat truck yes going up against seth that's it yep just that let's keep this short and sweet Mm -hmm. no one brings more meat to the gw zoo park than seth no one can compete with his meat how i okay on average how much meat does seth bring does seth bring it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. because seth's meat never gets returned it never gets thrown out it's always appreciated the walmart meat i mean not only has it been returned discarded thrown in the trash it's also then picked over again before it makes its way to the tigers thank you for absolutely 100 percent proving my point the walmart meat truck is providing redemption to every single ounce of meat that has ever been returned or thrown out or not not chosen to be good enough to go home to him to clientele to customers to employees it it brings all of that sad pathetic lumps of meat to a place where it can fulfill its food destiny 
And in this country, we have a tremendous amount of food waste. So much food waste. You would not believe the amount of food that we throw out here at Elite Eight Showdown. Sometimes I have customers order stuff and then I just throw it away. Well, I I don't because I, I don't go down in the alleyway and we, we get catering. But uh, by the way, you can go check out the Elite Eight Showdown's concession stand alleyway where Tim will be waiting with his cargo pants. Full. Tim, did you restock this week? I did. So we did get the new TI-87 graphing calculator. We got a restock in on watch batteries. We are running a sale on 0.7 pencil lead from Mechanical Pencils. Ooh, nice. Um, and we did. Uh, we do now have two different flavors of the chewable Rolades. Not only that, Tim, you might not know this, but check your back pocket. That's right. Official Elite Eight Showdowns slash collab. With the space between presents, I saw a tiger. Walmart meat truck. Meat signed by Mexican Mexico's own Jose Azadico. Ooh, that'll a, be worth a lot more now. A $127 value. <clears throat> this is the only thing I'm going to say mm-hmm. um, in, de- in defense of SAF uh, for this particular round. Mm-hmm. And I would like a decision uh, immediately after I say it. All right. Two things. One, Danny, is water wet? No. That is exactly what I wanted to hear. As Big Chuck described, the Walmart meat truck is redemption. Can redemption itself be redeemed? Wow. Once again, I agree with every single thing he said. It is the embodiment. It brings itself. It brings redemption to this meat, to the tigers, to this staff at the GW Zoo. Can something so perfect be redeemed when it is redemption itself the logic part of me i want to go the way that you that you want me to go sometimes logic is not always the best solution (laughs) here at elite eight showdown sometimes you have to follow your heart follow your passion understand that's more often than not opportunity Mm. that's what's important here yeah you know i just i have to think of what really makes my fallopian tubes burn and that's what I've got to go with. Ugh. And while I do love Saf and everything that he did after he was attacked at the zoo, I mean... Saf doesn't make your fallopian tubes burn? No, he doesn't. But no. the Walmart meat truck and everything that it contains, there's a lot of burning going on there. All right. So, congratulations, Walmart meat truck! <laughs> That is right. The Walmart meat truck literally running over, <laughs> running over Sap, finishing off the job. Oh, no. That the tiger couldn't do. Good Lord. It, it gets bloody here at a late day showdown. Ooh, it gets rough. I guess so. It gets tough. All right, all right, all right. Right into the finals. Tim, mm-hmm. closing arguments for Jen Ranky. Yeah. To be brutally honest. If my, the meat truck is redemption, so can it be redeemed? Argument didn't work. I don't know what I can do for John Rinky here. <laughs> John Rinky deserves to win this for one reason. At the start of the show, Big Chuck said the theme of the show was, which person on the Tiger King is the most redeemable? Do not fact check that. Lindsay, do not play a clip of what he said here. But, assuming that I am not lying, or not misaccurately remembering the past, the only person out of our finalists 
is John Ranke. It is so difficult to beat the meat truck. This is all I have. Let me tell you a story. Let me tell you a story about opportunity, about understanding, and about giving. The Walmart meat truck provides sustenance, opportunity, savings to not only Joe, to not only his staff, the Tigers. It encases everything that any boy who sits at home wondering what he can do with his life and if he could be as good of a human being as the opportunities that were given to those individuals by that meat truck. That meat truck is a saint, Mm. is a leader, and more importantly, is your winner. When I think of the meat, when I think of who should play the meat truck in the movie, there's only one choice, and that's Will Smith. Ooh. He encases everything that the meat truck stands for. Mm. He provides for his family and his fans, being a motivational speaker. He gives us sustenance and humor and appreciation. Will Smith is the meat truck of our lives. And he also is the meat truck to Joe Exotic, and he doesn't even know it. Mm. Meat truck, Will Smith. Meat truck, Will Smith. You have to pick a winner. The meat truck versus John Ringy. Oh, I'm feeling this in my large intestine, you guys. Whew. Also known as the meat truck. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, the only thing that could make me happy right now is thinking of John Ranke driving the Walmart meat truck off into the sunset. I, I mean... Is that... I mean, we don't have a clause to say that it can't happen. Right? Yeah. And he would, you know, to all the little kids when he's driving by who are, like, pumping their arms. John Ranke would totally toot that horn. So what you're saying is Tim doesn't win, but technically doesn't lose. Correct. Which means I don't have to pay Tim. That's all that matters. There you go. There you have it. Folks, the winner of Elite Eight Showdowns. Tiger King, most redeemable person, John Rinky in the meat truck. Yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, all right. Now, if you if you like that show, please check out the other amazing shows here at the Professional Casual Network, like The Space Between Presents. You guys are just wrapping up. Yes, just finished season one yep. with I Saw a Tiger. Actually, probably by the time this airs, it will be over. Mm-hmm. You can also check out Big Fiction Energy. Yeah, which is a um chapter-by-chapter chapter audio drama based on Dan Cole's book, Lanny Girl Without Fear, um, that comes out every other Thursday, alternating with a grim podcast of Perilous Adventure, which is an actual play podcast of Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, 4th edition. Exciting. Yeah. Exhilarating. Some might even say the tits. Yeah. Both are just one. Let's not get carried away. Uh, I mean, it is plural. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. Okay. But they're lopsided. But is it possessive? Is it the tits apostrophe? Yes. Like or is the it... tits apostrophe? So right. like possessive, plural possessive. Speaking of tits, go check out my friends and hopefully yours soon. The Wreck My Podcast and Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Wreck My Podcast, a weekly. Yeah, yeah, they're still weekly. Weekly show 
where they review everything from their childhood and nostalgia. They actually just did an episode on Rick and Morty. They're determining whether, uh, funny enough, hosted the show. Jordan, not a fan of Rick and Morty, but is going to give it another try. While Cam, Kreger, and Joe tried... I love the name Kreger so much. (laughs) He would love that you love it. And then you're, and then you've listened to the podcast, and you go, "Fuck, I'm not a huge fan of Kreger anymore." I kind of want to keep the mental image of Kreger pristine in my mind. That's fair. Uh, yeah, but it's so difficult to stay away. It's fair. It's fair. I love. Yeah, I love a good. I love a good Kreger. That's for right. sure. Yeah, you can also check out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour, where they have started uh, raving about how great our show is on their show, Breaker and Bane's Power. Hour where they discuss wrestling, TV, comics, any story that makes you say WTF, which I found them a great one coming up soon about a uh, fan who doctored up a photo of a baby being born in December 2020 for a pro wrestler. The pro wrestler got pregnant. She thought it would be appropriate to doctor up what that first baby photo was going to look like. Oh, it wildly weird. The yeah. whole thing got super weird. Anyway, yeah. if you want to hear more about that, head over to Breaking and Beans Power Hour. Also, oh, fuck. I keep forgetting I have to do this. This contract, Tim, I need to get rid of it. Also, check out No Holds Barred with Bill Benis, the weekly episodic show where Bill, a 18-year-old, uh, 18-year veteran taking the last 16 years off, talks about his past uh, excursions in the professional wrestling industry. Unfortunately, Bane... Has to do all the work for him. Uh, but there is a great episode in there where Breaker slaps the taste out of his mouth. Ooh. Fantastic stuff. Highly recommend checking it out. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, I have been your host, Big Chuck. For Tim, he plays here Kitty Kitty every time he tries to bring home ladies at Last Call France. And for the meat truck herself, oh, yeah. Danny Cole, I say goodbye, stay safe, and remember to leave the blood on the bracket this has been Elite 8 Showdown. A special thanks to our sponsor, Bearded Dragon Games in Oneana, New York, who has gifted us a Catacan Colonel model to give away to you, our fans. For your chance to win, follow us on Twitter at Top Tier Casual, The Professional Casual on Instagram, or follow the Professional Casual Network on Facebook. You can get an extra entry for each, as well as extra entries for being a background Patreon or leaving a review for any or all of the Professional Casual Network shows on Apple Podcasts. That's up to six additional entries for leaving reviews on each. Also, please give the Bearded Dragon some love on Facebook at facebook.com slash bdcomics and beardeddragongames.com. We will be taking entries up to June 29th at 11 to 59 p.m. A winner will be drawn live on June 30th.